Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Visibly Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Pett, and this podcast is now part of the Spark Media Network, and it can now be found on the Edify app. So go check that out. Hey, when was the last time you took recess? Yeah, you know, like adult recess. I know you had recess as a child during school and that kind of thing where you go out and and play. There was intentional time when you were scheduled for play. What about now as an adult? Well, here are a couple great quotes that I wanted to read. One is Albert Albert Einstein, and he once said that play is the highest form of research. And wow, I mean, I cannot agree more. It is the highest form of research. Why is that? You are learning more about yourself when you're playing, you're discovering, you're being adventurous, you're, you're learning, learning more about our creator when you're out playing in God's creation. But it's like research, right? When we're out just discovering and playing. So I love that quote. Um, George Bernard Shaw says, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. Ugh, right? (laughs) So playing is the new or the, I guess, forgotten best anti-aging solution out there, right? Just playing makes a big difference in our overall health and well-being. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, I'm also going to mention Dr. Stuart Brown. He uh, is an MD, and he says that nothing lights up a child's brain like play. But I would also say nothing lights up an adult's brain like play. I, I'm not a big fan of, of horror movies or scary movies or anything like that. But back in the day when I was young, um, I watched The Shining. And I don't suggest go and watch it. It's creepy and whatever. But um, Jack Nicholas, um, Jack Nicholson. Okay, I get, hang on, I get the actor and the golfer, always confused. Which one is it? I think it's Jack Nicholson. (laughs) Anyway, he plays uh, one of the main characters and he is a writer and he is having writer's block and he types out um, on his typewriter. Yeah, this was back when there were typewriters. And he says, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. And actually I did a little research on that and it looks like that particular, um, 
words uh, that he typed out was actually a proverb. I don't know if it's really a proverb, but that's what they said. But it was recorded back in 1659, which is actually what I found more interesting is that it was recorded so long ago. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. And then uh, there's more that goes to that that says all work and uh, all play and no work makes Jack a mere toy. So understanding there's a balance there of work and play. But yes, Jack and the Shining. Um, again, I don't recommend uh, going to watch that if if you're sensitive, which we all are actually, to, um, to what we are consuming. But anyway, back in the day, I did watch it. And I remember seeing that and it really made him um, I'm mad like just crazy because all he was doing was just being obsessed with striving to make something happen. And he wasn't being playful and he wasn't breaking free of the, of the work and, um, the pressure that's put upon him. And I, and I think about that, the average American puts so much pressure and I've, been known to do the same, put so much pressure on themselves when it comes to their career and, and all these stresses of life, whether it's, you know, maintaining a home and having a family. I mean, there's a lot of stressors there, but then when you are just so focused and obsessed with your career and, you know, being militant or whatever in your home life, making sure everything's so perfect and there's no room for play. Oh my goodness. You are not going to be a very, um, happy wonderful person to be around. Let me just tell you, <laughs> it's not going to be good. And you will start to resent probably the way your life is turning out. And so I really do. I want to talk about play and talk about intentional play. Um, most of you know, I live in Minnesota and the summers are pretty short around here. And my husband and I have decided, my husband Todd and I have decided that that we are going to make intentional time to play each and every day and put it on our calendar, just 30 minutes to an hour every day. Like that, that's not a lot of time, right? I mean, we have 24 hours in a day, but so often that play, that playtime gets pushed aside because we are constantly in striving mode and the doing, 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 accomplishing. And, and, and yet what we really need for self-care and to become more creative and more productive is to just play and stop being so serious. And so um, we uh, actually just went on a bike ride the other day and it was so perfect. I mean, the the weather, first of all, was perfect. It was about 75, 77 out, the sun was out. And um, we just kind of took this bike path and, and rode around uh, a few ponds and a lake. And it was just gorgeous. Like I thought, oh my goodness, my parasympathetic parasympathetic nervous system is really, uh, appreciating this, um, uh, this time that is well spent. And it was just an intentional plan to, that we put on the calendar and sometimes he'll put it on our calendar. We have a calendar that syncs, uh, together. And sometimes I'll put it on the calendar, like, um, go play tennis or, you know, go for a bike ride or whatever. And it'll pop up for one of us. And we're like, oh, okay, I was really planning on doing some work here. But we both notice that nothing is on that um, schedule uh, on that hour. And so it helps us keep one another accountable uh, to go play. And so that's what we have committed to this summer. And I want to challenge you to, to take this, this intentional play seriously as well, so that you can operate at your maximum level. I do love to play and I, 
you know, I think we all are uh, a child at heart. I mean, sometimes it just needs to be um, unleashed again and to feel um, safe, I guess, around the people that you're being childlike around. Um, my best girlfriend and I, and, and quite frankly, my husband and I, <laughs> we're, we're very silly around each other. And I believe it's just really healthy. It keeps our marriage healthy and it keeps us laughing and, and turns tough moments into moments that we move through a lot easier uh, and better. And uh, But my best girlfriend and I, we are literally little girls trapped in adult female bodies. And, um, I, I don't even, I can't even apologize for how we act because we have so much fun that I, I would never want to change it. And, you know, we're not harming anyone or ourselves or being, you know, too naive or stupid, but we are having so much fun that we end up laughing so hard that we're crying, uh, doubled over with stomach, you know, cramps because we're laughing. And that's so important. Laughter is incredible medicine, but we will just be adventurous together. And again, same with my husband, the adventure is part of the play. And um, who do you have in your space that you can really go and play with. And if you don't have that person, I really want to encourage you to seek that person out. No, not in a creepy way, but to really be intentional about who is it that I can really be myself around and go and play with. And it might mean that um, you sign up for a social club or you join a league of, of something that you enjoy doing. Like for instance, my husband and I, uh, we are going to start um, a pickleball league. And, you know, we're, we're big tennis players, but we've noticed that most of our tennis player friends have converted over to pickleball, which is like, oh, we really love tennis. <laughs> um, but even the tennis courts around here are being converted over to pickleball. In fact, oh my goodness, uh, this was a while back, but we went over to play tennis um, at a couple courts that we thought were a couple of courts near us. And we walked or drove over and, and we walked up and there was just one tennis court left and the rest were pickleball courts. And there was a, a league going on and people are having fun and laughing and, and, and playing and just, um, yeah, we had to walk through kind of the, 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 the gauntlet, if you will, <laughs> of, of all these pickleball players to get to the one and only tennis court remaining. And they are heckling at us going, you're, you're playing the wrong game. And we're like, yeah, whatever. I mean, we're, you know, looking cute in our little tennis outfits. We got our tennis rackets and we're just going to go do our thing. And then we hear them having so much fun. And I mean, we're having fun playing tennis, but it's, it's different, right? It's not as, uh, it's just him and I, and, um, I mean, if we were playing, um, you know, doubles it might be different too, but yeah, we just thought, okay, if you can't beat them, join them, maybe let's just see what we're missing out on. I guess we had a little bit of FOMO fear of missing out, but we'll still stick with tennis, but we are going to jump in on some pickleball and, um, but it takes intentionality to go and, you know, find that, that particular league and to, to, mark that time out on your calendar and to make intentional fun. And, um, and so I'm, I'm so glad that we're, we're, we're doing this and we're doing this together for, for this summer. And again, I challenge you to partake in this as well. Um, but even when we were on our bike ride the other day, we had just an opportunity to, to see the, um, just the wildlife and to have the appreciation of, the new little goslings that were all in a little line in front of their, their goose daddy and, 
and the goose mama behind, or maybe it's flip flopped. I don't know who leads, um, but just how cute and how precious. And then same with the little ducklings that we saw. Um, and we just got to take all that in and have just a, a new sense of gratitude. And when, and when you have that gratitude in your life of just the simple, that isn't simple because it's life, but when you have that gratitude of, of being present and really seeing um, what God has provided for us, um, um, it just it just changes your day. It changes the way in which you see things. And then when you go back to your office or to your uh, whatever you're working on, you have more energy to do it and you are in a better mood to do it and people want to be around you. So play is important. Um, our play sometimes looks different, right? You may not play the same way that my husband and I like to play, but also my husband and I do things separately as well. In fact, Todd, right now as I'm recording this, Todd is out um, golfing and that's okay. Like I love to golf, but today's not a day that I wanted to play golf. So he'll go to the driving range or he'll, he'll go play a round of golf or, or for me, I love to be in my garden. That feels like play to me. If I am pruning my flowers and taking care of, of my vegetable garden, I mean, that is pure joy. Like I can just really decompress. I listen to the, the sounds of the birds in the background and, you know, the, the sun beating down on my, on my back as I'm pruning these, these flowers and such. And I just love it. Like I can't get enough of it and I'm in my happy place. So where is that for you? Like I love to go to the farmer's market. That makes me really happy. That feels like play. So for you, it might be, uh, maybe you like to paint. Maybe you like to, um, play a musical instrument, or maybe you don't play a musical instrument, but that would be a good form of play um, in learning a musical instrument or painting or something like that. So what is it for you? Because again, this is kind of a, a best kept secret <laughs> as, as far as the anti-aging movement is concerned, in, in, in my mind anyway, because when we are in an act of play, we are, our bodies are, are secreting, you know, those happy hormones, those, those endorphins and, and actually, um, even, um, secreting, um, BDNF, right. Brain derived neurotrophic factor, which is that pro protein that allows for essential, the essential growth of certain brain cells to, to function and to grow optimally. And so this happens when we play, um, our, our memory is enhanced. The cognitive, cognitive skills, um, uh, is they are enhanced. So there's so much, our, our, our attitude, our mood, um, it wards off depression, all kinds. It, it, it even helps to improve focus, right? So if you are <laughs> a little bit like me, sometimes my, I have a couple of friends that, um, will, we kind of laugh. I'll share it with you, but they'll call me squirrely. And, um, I know that may not be <laughs> the nicest thing, but I get it because sometimes I am over here and over there and over here because I have a, a lot of things going and, and, you know, I, I may have a little, um, attention deficit going on, but I, I do know that when I get out and play and go out for a walk or, or all the things that, that feels like play for me, I am more focused. And it's not just because, you know, I, I feel like I'm more fo focused. It's because it is proven that our brain is dumping, um, again, more, 
more of a hormonal release that is allowing my brain to, to be healthier and more focused than if I were to constantly um, be working, working, striving, striving. And again, going back to, you know, that all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy kind of a thing. And all um, play and no work makes Jack a mere toy. There is a balance of it all. So um, we were recently um, in Texas for my niece's high school graduation party, and she wanted to have it um, uh, at her grandparents and they have a pool. And they were all about to jump in and, and um, actually they were already in the pool and they were starting a game of water volleyball. And I was observing, I'm like, Oh, that's, it looks fun, whatever, but I don't want to get my hair wet. You know, I've already um, done my makeup for the day. I don't, I, I don't really want to. And then I thought, you know what, that is so silly and so ridiculous. So I put my hair up and it didn't matter because it got completely wet anyway. But my my dad was in there, my husband, my son, my sister, my niece, nephew, um, other family members and, and friends. And it was so much fun because the water volleyball, uh, it got a little intense, but we're, we're, you know, spraying each other with water. We're heckling each other a little bit, but we're laughing. And my dad, who is, is closer, close to 80, he is in there like full on little kid and having a blast. And so I think about when we are playing, it does bring out that inner child and it makes us happy and, and it is more enjoyable to be around people when we are having fun. It builds relationships. Um, it, it helps bonding. Um, that's why a lot of families actually will even play board games together and if, or, or put together puzzles together because it allows you to do something collectively together that, um, can be fun. We do a lot of card games with my family, a lot of Uno and skip bow and things like that that have been around for a long time, but we love it. And, um, and we laugh and, and those are good things to, to do. So what does play look like for you? And are you willing to make yourself an important appointment as it pertains to play as well. Now, again, we only have 24 hours in a day. You are your most important appointment for all kinds of things, including your, um, your workouts, right? You know, I've talked about that before. Um, prepping your, your meal plans for the week and making sure you're eating healthy and, and clean. And so all of it is like, okay, uh, I, I can't do it all, but yeah, you kind of can. So it's, it's saying, okay, how do I, um, readjust my 24 hours so that it allows me to be more productive in the time that I'm working, right? So when we're always working, 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 again, I am pointing the finger at myself. I've done it many times. We aren't as productive as we think we really are. And if you would just take a break and go play and then come back, you would be amazed at how much more you get done, how much more creativity you have, and how much more you feel better about yourself. And again, how much um, better you are to be around. So if you're around coworkers or just even around your family members, people notice and and they want to be around you more if you are um, not so stressed out, right? So play helps to reduce stress. And that's a big thing. It's one of those silent killers. Uh, stress. If we don't manage it, it will manage to take over us and um, it will 
feel like a, a slow drip kind of process, um, you know, in the sense of stress can take over um, our sleep patterns, our our eating habits. It can take over so much. So, so stress is one of those things that we have to get a handle on, and play is a great way to do that. Now, my neighborhood. Now, I don't know if you're like if your neighborhood is like this, but they've been doing this for years, and we have never actively um, partook in the the activities. But they set out a um, a flamingo at the end of the block. And I've heard this for many neighborhoods that they do this, a, a flag or a, or a flamingo or a whatever. And um, they set it out and it means, hey, come on over. We're going to be sitting outside, bring uh, your beverage, bring your chair, and we're just going to sit outside and, and get to know each other and just, you know, hang out. And so <laughs> Todd saw the flamingo out and he put it on our calendar to go and, and have this social hour. Again, this is considered play, right? Now, when he told me about it, I'm like, you know, I, I'm, I'm usually kind of a social person, but this particular day, I'm like, I, you know, I really don't feel like it. It's been a long work day and I'm just kind of grumpy and I, I don't, I just wouldn't be good company. He's like, no, come on. We put it on the calendar and let's just do it. What's, what's the big deal? And I'm like, all right, fine. So I really did it um, out of love for my husband because I was not in the mood. And we get there. And in fact, we did not take um, our own chair. I was like, fine, let's just walk down there and we'll just stand and we'll observe, right? Um, we took our little LaCroix waters and whatever, and we go over there. And it was so wonderful, I have to tell y'all. <laughs> and it was refreshing. And sometimes we have to go against the grain of how we feel. Uh, actually, I would say a lot of times, uh, and push ourselves to do something that, that we may not be in the mood to do. Like you've heard me share this a lot about working out. You may not be in the mood to work out, but once you start walking or doing that workout, you always feel better after. So same is true with play. And, and in this case, it was the social hour. It was just so much fun. Um, the one of the neighbors he brought out a couple chairs for us. He's like, "No, no, no! You got to join the circle." I'm like, "Okay." So we did, and got to learn uh, a few wonderful things about some of our neighbors, and they were asking us questions. And and I mean, my goodness, we've all lived in this neighborhood for a long time, and so many of us of us don't know each other that well. So it was really wonderful to to really get to know them better over and beyond the national neighborhood night out, right? Or when you wave to them when they're walking their dog. It, it was just really wonderful. And here's here's the kicker. So had we not gone, um, I would not have known that one of my past clients from, I'm, I want to say like six, seven years ago, I don't know. Um, and, and she wasn't even in the circle, but her husband was. But when they asked what we did, his, you know, his, his mind was like, Oh my goodness, I think my wife worked with you. I'm like, really? Well, what's her name? And so we got in this conversation and sure enough, um, I, I've worked with her and he, he's like, yeah. And I've heard you on KTIS radio. And I was like, Oh my goodness, what a small world. And they just moved to the neighborhood a couple of weeks ago. And so I just thought, okay, this is cool. I'll be able to go and, and knock on her door and give her a physical hug. I've only seen her through through uh, Zoom because that's how I, I coach my clients, so many of them. And so that was really cool. And I would have not ever known that, or maybe it would be 
longer down the road had we not gone to that neighborhood little social play hour. With that said, sometimes you just have to be intentional because being intentional can um, uh, really set you up for success in so many different areas. And again, we want to really start to regulate your parasympathetic nervous system. So you're not always, uh, your nerves aren't always frayed and you're not all jacked up all the time and stressed and, and, um, huh, that was a kind of a play on word words jacked up when I'm talking about <laughs> all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. So, Hey, did not done? Where's the drum roll? Do I have a drum roll? Yeah, here we go. There we go. One, one more time. Here it is. Yeah. All right. That was fun. Okay. So anyway, there are several ways to play. So find your play and do it and do it often. And um, even find new forms of play. Get outside of your comfort zone. Um, even if it's just momentarily taking a break. Um, my son got me hooked on a little bit on Wordscapes, which is a little bit like um, Scrabble uh, on an app. And if I'm just having a moment where I'm just like, Ugh, and it's not enough time to actually go do a physical uh, play or go out to the garden or, or, or whatever, um, then just a moment, like seriously, like a two minute break, two to five minute break on Wordscapes can really just get me into a different place. Now, for some that might stress you out because you can't find the word or, or whatever. So if that's you, then Wordscapes is not for you. But something like that um, could actually help to to um, manage your, your um, flow, if you will, right? And we want to operate with our life uh, with in a relaxed intensity state, okay? I've talked about this before in past podcasts, uh, especially in the first um, five that I ever did. I talked about having being in a state of relaxed intensity. And um, that means you're in a flow, you're in a flow. There's intentionality behind it, but you're relaxed. You're relaxed because you you have a groove. You have um, a schedule. You know how you're going to operate day in and day out, and you just feel better about yourself. And play really helps to to you to level up in that relaxed intensity um, place, so that you operate in an optimal level in your life. So um, yeah. So what is it for you? And are you willing to? Um, to take the time that you need. Now, real quick, a little caveat. Um, If you are diving into like a Wordscapes or a Candy Crush or whatever that app is or something, just put parameters around it because that too could be um, a time suck. Okay. So you have to set like an alarm or or I do, maybe you don't, but I do um, just to have like that two to five minute window, because before you know it, it'd be like, oh, there went 15 minutes. I didn't even realize. So know, know your your boundaries and, and healthy, uh, healthy ways to to do that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so I I hope this is encouraging for you um, that play is the the secret, if you will, the the hidden hidden um, secret that people don't fully appreciate uh, that is anti-aging, anti-aging. And I'm going to go back to the quote, uh, a couple of them here, Albert Einstein play is the highest form of research. So if we're not growing, we're dying, right? So the way that we learn more about ourselves and more about our other, uh, others in our life, like our spouse or our children or, or whatever, 
we, we play with them and we learn more about ourselves. We learn more about our, our creator. We learn more about, uh, what others enjoy and, and we can test our limits, whether you're hiking, like I think about mountain biking or mountain hiking or any of those things. We start to test, uh, certain limits and, and see things from, uh, literally a different viewpoint and, and have a different level of appreciation. And so, um, leveling up in our play is important too. You don't always want to do the same thing because it's research. It's research and, and discovery of who you are and who God really has created you to be on all levels. Now, we know that we are are made in his image and we have the mind of Christ and um, we've been given a spirit um not of, of fear, but of power and love and self-discipline. We, we know all these things, right? But it's so important to, to continue to do that research and understanding who we are, even in that playful state, because God is a playful God. He, he has a sense of humor and, and that's part of how we are made. And so embrace it, embrace it. Don't suppress it. Don't be so obsessed when, in, in your career or in how things are supposed to go, like, you know, uh, all, you know, so with that perfectionism, that deception of perfection, right? But, but play, have that time of play and you will see a difference in your life. Um, that other quote that I mentioned was George Bernard Shaw. We don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. And I think again of my, my dad, he is such a child at heart. I mean, he is always fun, always kind of that, I don't know, he just lets his inner kid like out all the time. And sometimes we'll roll our eyes like, oh my gosh, seriously, dad. But maybe that's why he looks so young. I mean, I don't know. I I, I said it's, it's a, a best kept secret for anti-aging. I believe that laughter is good for the soul, that um, playing is good for the soul. And, uh, and he does, he just has that childlike spirit about him so much so that my mother in love, um, always mentions it and she's almost 96 and she's got a little bit of that too, actually. Um, but she always mentions how much she appreciates my dad's, um, you know, the way in which he acts like a little kid. And, and I thought, well, wow, that's good that you really appreciate that. <laughs> um, and then the last quote was again, Dr. Stuart Brown, nothing lights up a child's brain like play. And again, it's nothing lights up a, an adult's ch- uh, brain like play. So remembering that and, and saying, okay, this is actually for my, my good health. I'm not being, um, negligent in my, my, um, you know, tasks at hand for the day. I'm actually playing because it will help me, help me become a better person and help me um, you know, handle these tasks for the day even uh, more optimally. So give yourself permission. Yeah, play, be like a child. And uh, maybe it's hula hooping. Maybe it's, um, you know, just dancing, maybe whatever. I don't know. Find it and do it and schedule it. So I hope you found this episode of your, um, of the Visibly Fit podcast uh, informative and encouraging. I almost said 
this episode of Your Biggest Breakthrough because that's our other podcast. If you haven't listened to that one, uh, check it out. It's with Todd and I. There's some great um, uh, episodes with with that podcast as well. But I appreciate you listening to the Visibly Fit podcast, and I hope you'll share this episode with those that you know, those that you care about, and um, and and leave a a review, leave a um, uh, you know a rating, all that kind of helps to bump up this podcast so that others can find it and um, can be blessed by it as well. So I appreciate you and um, get out and go play and God bless. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.